All right, all right. Is everybody in their place? Good. Class is about to begin. Welcome to Side Business School, the podcast that's dedicated to helping busy people just like you start and grow a meaningful and profitable side business. All right, class, let's get started. Welcome to the Side Business School Podcast. I am your host, Justin Gentry, and it is my goal to help you start and grow a meaningful and profitable side business. Why? Because really, our futures depend on it, especially those of us that know that's the direction that we should be going, that's the way that we are wired, and This is the show that helps busy people just like you keep moving in that direction, take action, and make the dream come true for the future and for your family. It is so critically important. Today, I want to get started with a quote by Steve Jobs. He said, my favorite things in life don't cost money. It's really clear that the most precious resource we all have is time. Well, if there's anybody that could say that, that would have been Steve Jobs. Obviously, a busy man behind uh, Apple and also a family man. And he realized that the most precious resource there is, is time. I hope that you are taking advantage of the time and the opportunities that you have available to you. By the way, here we are, the last quarter of the year. Can you believe it? I mean, it was here just like that. And we're going to be talking about goal setting and goal achievement in upcoming episodes. So I hope you subscribe and you stay tuned because now is the time to start preparing for next year. That's what the top 5% do. The 95% of the other folks, they wait until the first of the year and they try a New Year's resolution and then they fizzle out. But the other 5% that are going to make something happen next year are going to be planning well before the first of the year. And we'll get more into that in future episodes. All right, so today we're going to discuss a topic that many people actually get stuck on. When it comes to starting a side business, you need a name for your side business. And people will agonize for days or months trying to choose the perfect business name. Well, I want to help you make that process simple so that you can get started faster and avoid the trap of being stuck trying to choose a business name. So, you ready to get started? Let's get started. I have personally experienced this in the past. That agonizing question, am I choosing the right name? Or is this the business name that I want to live with the rest of my life? Now, I understand that this isn't a problem for everyone, but there are some people out there, you know who you are, who tend to overthink things 
and I know this can be something that can be worked through. And some wonder, you know, is this the right name? And they're also thinking, is this the right name? Is the domain going to correlate for my business? Is it available? Is there a trademark? Do they have to be the same even, the domain name and the business name? Their struggle can be real along with all the other questions that come along with choosing a business name. So today, I hope to help you save some time and some that precious resource Steve Jobs referred to. Why? So you can take action. Here are three tips for choosing a business name to help make that process easier and less painful. Number one, make it clear. Make it clear. Being clear in your name is one of the most important decisions you can make. It's tempting sometimes to try to be cute or to try to be clever. And on some occasions it may work, but rarely. It's always best to be clear, especially today. It's extremely important to be clear in your name or what you have to offer. Now, I know that this can be difficult when you're starting out and you're trying to choose whether you should perhaps start a business with your personal name or if you should name it something entirely different as its own entity. And that's a decision that you need to be thinking about as you're thinking long term. If it's going to be a business that is perhaps passed on to the next generation and so forth. But let's say, for instance, that you decided that you wanted to currently name your business name after yourself. When doing that, this is a case where you have to be extremely clear about what you have to offer, maybe in your tagline, that hero section we've talked about on your website in past episodes, where you're clear about the transformation that people can experience when they buy your product or service. So, as an example, let's think about someone who decides that they want to be a speaker. And let's say that uh, John Smith wants to be a speaker, and his website says, John Smith, taking your business to the next level. Well, that virtually means nothing. That means I'm actually going to have to work at figuring out what that means. That means that I'm going to have to see if there's some transformation or some experience involved, and it causes confusion. And people don't want to take the time and energy to try to figure out who you are and what you do. They'll bounce off your website in less than a second, and they'll move on to somebody else that has more clarity. I live in an area where there are many, many, many family businesses, many entrepreneurs. And one common mistake that I see in our area is that people use abbreviations for their business names. I don't know what it is about our area, but it's commonplace. 
to see names like ENS or EMB Grocery or J&J Services. And when you drive by, you go, what, what, what's that? What do they do? And it causes confusion. You know, I think about uh, those of you that are like me and you're, you're growing a family, you think about Thomas the Train, right? It causes confusion and delay. And that's the last thing we want. We want to pass the Thomas the Train test. No confusion, no delay. We want it to be clear. And I'm not quite sure why it is a trend in this particular area, but they're using their owner's names and initials to name the business. And it sometimes it just drives me nuts because I know that they could be doing so much better. And we actually have to guess and try to figure out what they have to offer. You don't want that for your business. There is certainly nothing wrong with being creative. In fact, I'm always going to encourage you to be creative, to think creatively. But we don't want to be cute, clever, and creative, and yet forsake clarity. We must be clear in the business name. So, for example, if you don't mind, I'll use Side Business School as an example. When people visit the website or people talk to me about it, they know pretty much what it's about. It's about side businesses. It's about learning about side businesses. And it's very clear. It doesn't cause confusion. It's business training for people who want to start and grow a side business. And it doesn't require a lot of effort to understand and it's what the URL is, it's exactly the same. And that's something that I would encourage for you to try to accomplish also. Consider what your domain is going to be. Consider what your business name is going to be and if the domain name is going to be the same. I would opt for it being the same as much as possible. Now, you do want to do a trademark search, and you can do that. Just Google TESS, T-E-S-S, trademark, and you'll see that there's a website in which you can search for word marks, trademarks, and so forth, and ensure that someone else has not trademarked that name, and that's easy to do. So you want to make sure that your business name is clear and it correlates with the domain name that you're going to use, that is something that I find important. In fact, uh, I have a whole list of domain names that I own because I'm always coming up with ideas. And I, I will go and grab that domain name and you know, my wife will see that there's a there's a charge again for a domain name, and it's like, well, Justin had another idea, and I'm trying to scale back on that. But uh, yeah, I'm always on the lookout for a good domain name when I have an idea. So make sure, number one, that your business name is clear. Number two, make it concise. So let's define what concise means. Concise means giving a lot of information clearly and in a few words. It's brief, 
but comprehensive. Now that's literally the dictionary definition. It's brief, but comprehensive. So you want your business name to be able to convey what your business is, what it's about, perhaps what the transformation may even be depending on your industry, and you want to do it concisely. Have you ever come across a business that had a long name (laughs) and you try to talk about it and sometimes you're just, you get confused about what it was, you can't remember, It, it was just too long. Maybe you thought even to yourself, there had to be a simpler way to name this business And it can be difficult to try to explain the name of the business. Now, there could be a number of reasons why someone may use a name that is longer than necessary. Maybe it's because they didn't put much thought into it. They just wanted to get started. Maybe it's because they thought that they had to include everything they were about to convey a message. But with enough time and creativity, I believe there can be balance. Here's some questions to ask yourself when naming your side business. Is it easy for others to say? Is it easy for me to say? Is it easy to use in a conversation? For example, if you were at a conference and you were talking about your business, would it be easy for you to say and easy for others to repeat? Is it easy to remember? Longer business names, as I mentioned, are harder to remember, and the truth is, they're likely to be forgotten. And unless it comes up again, it's gone. That means fewer customers and less business for you, and we want to avoid that. You also want to consider how will this fit within a logo, whether it's a logo with an image or it's what we would call like a logo word mark where it's just words. If you were to go to sidebusinessschool.com, you will see it's simply a word mark and it says side business school. Will it be difficult to design and create an attractive logo with the name that you're considering? I would also caution you from making a name that is too short. Now, I know this sounds like I'm going against what I just said, But there are times when we go too short and we start creating a name or word that actually doesn't even exist. It can be done, but it takes more of a budget and it takes more time for it to become recognized, to be identified by potential customers. For example, there are a lot of domain names that are taken today. I think of A lot of us that are in this space recognize that. And so there are a lot of people that are making variations of words for their business names, and you have to be careful with that. For example, there's a company called Founder, and they dropped the E, so it's simply spelled F-O-U-N-D-R. And they've been able to scale that business. It's taken them time and effort but they've been able to do so. Years ago, Pat Flynn started a niche site just to see what would come of it called Food Trucker. And they dropped the E. It was T-R-U-C-K-R. Now, 
It seems to be that there's a trend going that way, either dropping a letter or adding a letter, whether it's dropping an E and simply having an R or adding an extra R at the end. But think through that very carefully. Do you have the time and the resources to name something like that? Imagine what it's like in a conversation. You would consistently have to tell people there's no E (laughs) in the name, right? I mean, unless you're just online and you have an extremely large online budget and you're just doing all online advertising. But, you know, the truth is most of us, we're going to be talking about our businesses. And some of us have businesses that are both online and offline. And when you're using that name, are you going to have to explain how to actually spell it in a conversation? That could become very difficult. The last thing you want to do is spell it every time you mention it or explain the reason behind why it's different than what they would expect it to be. You want to be concise. You want to be clear. So take some time and try to Find that balance between the two. It's possible. It's going to take a little bit of time and creativity, but you can do that. Before we move on to our third tip, I want to let you know about a giveaway that I'm currently promoting until October 15th. Make note of that if you would. You can win a free copy of Michael Hyatt's book, Platform, Get Noticed in a Busy World, by simply answering a few questions at sidebusinessschool.com. Once you're on the website, you'll see it right there on the homepage. There's a quiz and it's four to five questions. And some of them are literally just a click, like click yes or click no. I mean, it's that fast. And it's a way for me to get some feedback from you. It's super easy and short And it helps me understand how I can better serve you. And in return, you can win a helpful book that'll help you build a strong online presence no matter what your business is. And I'll announce the winner via email and on the podcast on October 15th. So don't delay. Go ahead and enter. It'll take you literally a matter of seconds and you could win that free book, and it's available at sidebusinessschool.com. All right, now this third tip is for all of you overthinkers out there. I know you're listening, so this one's for you. First, we said make it clear. Then we said make it concise. Now here's the third, make a choice. When it comes down to it, we simply need to make a choice. At the end of the day, we have to make a choice. Without a choice, nothing will be accomplished. So if you go through a process of thinking and you develop a number of names, write them down, check the availability of the domain names so that they may match your business, go through the process of the trademark search, and come up with a few different options, then make a choice. You're going to have to choose. And I know sometimes it's hard. I get it. I really do. But I want to encourage you too. Because if you make a choice 
and then you decide to rebrand in a couple of years, that's possible. The point is you don't want this process of choosing a business name to stop you from actually starting your business. And if you're in the middle of a rebrand or you're thinking about changing your name, the same goes for that process. You have to make a decision. There comes a time for choosing a name. And I know some people will wait until they think they have the perfect name. They wonder, well, is this the name I'm going to have to live with with the rest of my life? And it's almost like a paralyzing decision. And so they wait. And they wait. They wait days. They wait weeks. They wait months. And maybe even years. You don't want to be in that situation. So you want to choose, even if it's second best or third best, you have to make a decision if you want to get started. So even if you decide on a name that would not be your first choice because of a trademark issue or because of domain name limitations, make a choice anyways and just go with the second best. Go with the third. If it's something that is not ideal, that's all right. Because the ideal may come later. It's better to take action than to take no action. I know that this is uh, difficult for some, but it's something that you can move beyond. It's something that you can push through and you can get started. The last thing you want is choosing a business name to stop you from growing or starting your business. You know, again, don't get hung up. Is this something I got to live with forever? Make a choice so you can get started. So that's my three tips for choosing a business name. Make it clear, make it concise, and make a choice. Take action, and you'll be glad that you did. Even if it's not your first choice, you'll be glad three years from now that you made a decision, no matter if it was your first choice or not. So I hope that encourages you today. And again, before I go, I want to remind you to head on over to sidebusinessschool.com. Take that quick quiz. It's literally going to take you seconds and you'll be entered in to win that free book. And you'll be glad that uh, (laughs) you entered, especially if you win. And it will help me out so I know how to better serve you in the future. Well, I trust that you have a good week. And I will talk to you again next time here on the Side Business School podcast. Until then, dream big and take care.